0: welcome to another episode on Speaker Success Podcast. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Now, when it comes to content development, do you feel a little bit overwhelmed in your business? Now, if you answered yes, you are not alone. And today's guest is going to share her tips on how we can avoid content overwhelm, by repurposing and leveraging our content. Joining me on today's show is Trish Springsteen. Trish is a multi-international award-winning speaker, a mentor, an international best-selling author, radio host. And clients work with Trish because they know that she can help them leverage their business with speaking and communications. Now Trish typically works with introverts, authors, and advocates to help them believe, act, share and build the foundation to be known and seen. Very important if you want to speak. Now Trish has brought improved speaking and communication skills to published authors, advocates, bloggers, and introverts, as well as communication, speaking, and presentation skills to accountants, executives, scientists, engineers, and property retail experts. Trish is an author and a co-author and a contributing author of 11 books. Wow, Trish. Now, on today's show, Trish is going to share the importance of believing in yourself and your message. Avoid those negative thoughts. We're going to talk more about that. We're going to talk more about what does it mean to be an influencer and do you want to be one, as well as how to repurpose and leverage to get known, be seen. So welcome to the show. Hi, Emily. Welcome and pleased to be here. Thank you for the beautiful welcome. Oh, you're welcome. It's great to to be able to speak with you, especially on this topic, because uh, the people that you worked with, uh, in our introduction, we said you know, accountant, executives, scientists, engineers, property, retail experts, as well as authors and uh, bloggers and introverts. Now, for introverts, sometimes being shy and actually getting out on stage and presenting your message can be a real difficulty that they struggle with. So really looking forward uh, to you sharing your message. How did you get into this line of, of work? Was it something that you uh, found that through skills that you've developed that you really wanted to, to impart this knowledge to to these people? Or how did that progress for you?
1: Well, I didn't actually want to do any of this at all <laughs> because I am an introvert. And not only being an introvert, I also started my life being extremely shy. So if you were to speak to anybody who knew me when I first left school, which was pretty eons ago, uh, they would be absolutely surprised that I'm doing what I'm doing now Mm -hmm. because I didn't like speaking. I didn't like the limelight. Uh, My idea of going to a network meeting was to find the nearest, tallest pot plant, the exit sign Mm -hmm. and the clock hide behind the pop plant, 10 minutes and I was out of there. Yes. I thought that was pretty good networking, <laughs> doing much for my career, but mm. it was pretty good networking. Yeah. And it wasn't until uh, oh, several years, uh, I, I had pretty really good jobs, but i delegate, if I could, I really didn't want to stand up and, and share who I was. And I had this negative thought in my mind that I had no message and I had no story. So I didn't think I could do any of those things and I found a mentor and that is why I'm so very passionate about mentoring yes Uh, mentors bring things out of you Mm -hmm. and they hold a mirror up for you to see and they believe in you until you believe in yourself and that was sort of the start of my realizing that uh, I did have a story Mm -hmm. I shouldn't be selfish because I realized that by letting my fears my insecurities hold me back from sharing who I was was being selfish, because just one word, one phrase could change someone who is listening. And I didn't know that. Yes. So how could I be selfish and not getting what I call 60 seconds of insane courage mm. and, and putting myself out there? Yes. So I think that's that was the beginning of where I am today, which is a completely different place from where I thought I was ever going to be. Yeah.
0: The rest is history, as they say. I love that story, and you know, through you sharing that, and people recognising that, quite some time ago, you were also an introvert, and you are an introvert now. But one that was an introvert really, not only as it can be shyness, but of course, recouping our energy, we love to be on our own. I'm an introvert too. People often say to me, "You are joking." I'm an extroverted introvert, but uh, if I sp- spend too much time amongst other humans, I say uh, I can become drained very quickly. But I love how you've shared that. Story because often when we see others who are like us who have experienced things that we're going through now if they've been able to do it often it gives us the courage to say well maybe just maybe it is possible for me too and as you you now share it is possible so let's talk about some of those negative thoughts what are some of the things that you found really helpful and that you now continue to share with your clients particularly on some beliefs and thoughts that are holding us back from really stepping out and sharing our message.
1: Well, one of the things that really holds us back is that lack of confidence, that lack of self-belief in who we are. And I often share with my mentoring clients and that with people that you have a passion and a desire to either write a book, mm-hmm. to be an advocate, to open a business, and, and that was something very deep set inside you because it moved you out of your comfort zone. And so when you get those times when you're not sure about what's happening, when you have that, well, no one's listening to me. And even maybe you might have that message locked inside you, but you haven't even taken that step to write the book or to, to start the business. And you're like what I was like, well, who wants to listen to me? Yeah. Uh, there's so many people out there doing what I do. Why would I be different? And that's when you need to sort of have that little, take a breath. And I I actually visualise a big red stop sign. That's mine. I put a little big red stop sign up. Because even now, and even the best of people, this is what I like to share, is that you can still have that little negative voice, can creep in when you're not really aware of it. So my view is you need to remember what it was that you were passionate about. What was it that got you even thinking about opening your business or got you writing that book or got you starting that business? And then you need to take that deep breath, visualize that stop sign. Take a step back and think, I am, I am awesome, I am good, I have a message. Think that through, change the negative thoughts, which are saying you can't do this, no one's going to listen to you. Don't get up and speak. Something will happen. The floor will open up. And I can tell you people in over 20 years, and I know a lot of other speakers, no one's ever thrown a rotten tomato at me yet. And I'm fingers crossed (laughs) on that one. People want to hear your message. And I said, the other thing I do to help people realise that confidence is remember that don't be selfish. It's not about you. It really is about the person who your words, your actions, your speech, your business could change mm. and if you can get that 60 seconds of insane courage take those deep thoughts practice changing that negative thought to the positive and then step up mm. and remember it's about the people that you can help it takes the, the fear of that unknown away mm. it gives you control back and you become completely empowered yes uh, I'll share a little story of you uh, I had a, a very good supportive family Absolutely supportive. And they would say those words, you know, you can be anything you like. You know, when you're growing up, you can do anything you like. Don't worry. You know, you can go out there. You can conquer the world. You can do this. Now, those are beautiful, supportive words. Mm. But unless you believe them in here, they're just words. Yes. And it took me many years to actually believe in what I'm doing. So get a mentor. Mm. Because my concept of a mentor and why I believe it is that a mentor holds a mirror up for you. And they shine you back and it becomes very easy for you to see who you are because yeah. you need to know who you are you've got to own who you are mm. and own that completely yeah and a mentor will support you they will support you until you start to have that belief in yourself and fly and then a mentor also holds a safety net for you so that if things happen if you're not doing too well they can support you give you that positive feedback and give you that push to keep you going mm. And then up and share your message the more you do it No, whether it's writing your books whether it's talking about your books whether it's about sharing that message out there of your business the more you do doing it with getting up and speaking the more you do it the more you're going to become familiar with it mm. most importantly mm.
0: love 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 that I think sometimes what we forget to realize is that everyone who speaks has a little bit of nerves. Even if you've been doing it for many years, there's always that little bit of hesitation or butterflies, if you will, maybe a bit of excitement. And once we realise that we're not alone, uh, that other people experience that too, then I think for me that was immensely helpful because I think, you know what, well I can get up and I can share content. You know, and often what we hear ourselves saying and the impact can make is a complete disconnect I remember many years ago when I was learning how to do some various training programs I was being trained and we had to get up and speak for two minutes it could be about anything I cannot remember what I spoke about the two minutes just seemed like two hours and when I sat back I think I was glowing from every pore of my body I was that nervous and I sat down and someone next to me goes so what did you do what do you mean? What did I do? And she said, We well, want to hear what you what you did. I said, I have no idea what I just said. They were really enthralled at what I was saying, and often that is what can happen. What we say is, is really impacting someone, and by not sharing that story, we, we don't have that opportunity then to, to, to help someone believe that something is possible. And as we know, for many of our, our listeners and members of part of Women Speakers Association we all sharing a message because we want to make an impact in the world for our ideal clients. So love that you shared that. Let's talk about this word influencer. I'd love for you to share what does that mean for you, Trish, because there are so many people. Influencer this, influencer that. And let's get on the same page here. When we say influencer, what does that mean to you?
1: It is a rising, trending term. And sometimes I use influencer. Sometimes I just say, look, you need to get known and be seen. Yeah. I mean, it comes flat down to it. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Uh, and and influencers start out being a celebrity person that you, you know, the celebrity person who would endorse products because people followed them. So people would get hold of them and say, Look, would you talk about my product? Because you've got a huge, humongous amount of followers. Well, it's changed from that. Yeah. Uh, everybody, I believe, who has a message, who has a business, whatever it is that they want to do needs to be an influencer of some sort, because basically it comes down to it. If you can't reach the people that need your product, need your service, or need to hear your message, then you're not going to get anywhere. So you don't have to be an influencer on the worldwide stage, but you do need to be known and you do need to be seen. Mm -hmm. And you can be an influencer because you've got a subject matter expertise, Uh, You can be an influencer because uh, people see what you do and they want to model what you do. And that could be just as easy as uh, people getting up and speaking and being an influencer that they've had the courage to get up and speak and they're doing this other people who, like introverts like me, Mm -hmm. would say, oh, that person's an influencer because they're influencing me Mm -hmm. to step up. Uh, It took me any minute. I never realised I was an influencer myself. Until uh, many of my clients, I get, get testimonials and I, and I realised and I looked back and analysed that just by being who I was and sharing what I was doing and, and sharing my subject matter expertise and, and having that 60 seconds of insane courage and getting up and speaking, other people were doing the same. Mm. And that basically is, the, is to me the, the basic term of influencer is get known, be seen, show by leading and doing and as an example. And if other people step up and do that, then you have become an influence in your niche yes. or in your expertise. But to do that, you've got to be consistent. Mm. There are a lot of things part of that. If you if you want to leverage what you're doing, and that's basically what it is. Uh, we can hire, we can, we can write brilliant books. We can have the most fantastic message. We can be the best business owner in the world. But if we hide that light, and no one can find it, Mm. we're not reaching the people we need to reach. And whether you want to call yourself an influencer, whether you just want to get an NBC, Mm. you need to shine that light. And for me, it's shining the light, so it makes it easy for people to find you. Don't make it hard for them, make it easy. And when you do that, when you become that subject matter expert, when people see what you do and how you do, Mm -hmm. then you are causing a chain reaction. You are influencing them to step up and out of their shell. When they do that, they're influencing others. Mm. That's my view of what an influencer needs to be. Yeah. I love the way that
0: you've explained that and you've also mentioned how, you know, we can bring our own style, our own approach, because often when we think of the word or or what uh, some people portray as being the meaning of the word influencer, we see someone on stage, as you say, that celebrity who is just sharing a piece of content because they're paid to do that or talking about something because they're paid to do that. But what you're saying, of course, is we bring who we are, our uniqueness, our message, what's important to us, that area of expertise that we have, and we are simply sharing that message to uh, enable us to help someone shift, to change their mindset, to change their perception. So if they're stuck or they're struggling with something, they're able to then to use our insights to impact change in in their life and i think when we understand it that way people can then step more fully into okay i I can now share my message and give myself permission to show up as who i am let's talk about repurposing and leveraging our content to get known and be seen because i think this can often be a real stumbling block for business owners too we realize yes we need to get out there share our message but with so much time in our day, and many of us are, are in businesses where we don't have that many team to to uh, to, to use uh, or, or alongside us, that we can become very time poor. So what are some strategies that can help us repurpose and
1: leverage? Two of my favourite words, Mary, two of my favourite words. Because you're completely correct. What can often stop people from, from letting themselves be known and seen is that overwhelm of the content? Because mm. you know, one of the things I said for an influencer is content. It's the biggest thing. You need to be consistent. You need to be sharing content. The content has to be value. Uh, you need to be making contributions in Facebook groups. You need to be networking. Uh, you need to be building relationships. All of these are the things that make you an influencer. Mm. And, and one of the biggest things is that content. Okay, so she's saying, you know, things like, well, Trish is saying, I've got a content. Well, when do I get around to working with my clients then? Well, I, there are ways of being smart and thinking outside the box. For example, you can take one blog post. And blogging is probably one of the ways that you need to have And, and one of the things when people absolutely shudder when I say blogging is, well, uh, I'm not a very good writer and I don't want to write every week. You don't have to. It, consistence means consistency. doesn't mean every day. It doesn't mean every week. It just means showing up at a consistent time so if it's once a month that's fine Mm. Uh, so what you can do is you take a blog and you take and blogs don't have to be 1100 words it could be 3 to 500 words it could be whatever message you've got in your soul at the time whatever it is that you want to put up Mm -hmm. now you can take that blog and you can turn it into a video you can turn it into an audio you can turn it into an article which you can share out to people Uh, You can turn it into a a media post Mm -hmm. to go out to the media. You can turn it into a webinar. Mm -hmm. Uh, Who am I getting up to? There's about, I've worked out 12, maybe even 18 ways of turning one piece of content. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be a blog. You could start with doing a Facebook Live. Mm -hmm. And that takes courage too. I'll I'll give you that, but it's where you have to be, video and live. That's the trend, and you're going to be wanting to be known and seen. You need to put yourself out there so people can connect with you. But you can take that Facebook Live. You can save that to your desktop. You can put it up and maybe edit it in Canva or one of the editing tools that you're easy with or edit with Camtasia, one of those. Uh, Then you can put it back up to YouTube you can take the audio from that uh, you can then go and get it transcribed and transcribes. and there's a lot of places that will do it quite reasonably um there's a lot i've got a whole lot of resources that i give to people yeah. there's places that will do it for one dollar per minute yeah that's not very expensive there's some that will do fifteen dollars for uh, an hour and you can have as many as you can get done in an hour mm-hmm. so that what gives you the audio the audio can be then put onto you know onto a USB drive, it can be put up onto iTunes, it can go everywhere. So it's a matter of not restricting yourself. I mean one of the things I love to use is a program called Lumen5, L-U-M-E-N-5. Free program up on, you just go up and Google it. And what you can do is take your blog posts, take paragraph from your blog post, post it into the software, and they turn into a video for you. Yes. With the pictures, add the music. Ten minutes you've got a purpose. and you can take a blog post and maybe make four or five videos out of those, yeah. which you can then schedule out. I'll put up on your website mm-hmm. or add in and make a blog, which is a video blog. It's looking and thinking, I don't have to rewrite this. I don't have to redo another video. Mm-hmm. Where can I use what I've done? Elsewhere. Yes. Uh, people think you've got to do lots of things with video. You can have cameras and all that. But you can make videos from PowerPoint. Mm. You can make videos. if You use Camtasia. You can uh, do screenshots. You don't even have to be in the video. No, so if you've got so a PowerPoint presentation that you've done, uh, I use Camtasia because that's the one I'm familiar with, but there's a lot of others. Mm-hmm. But Camtasia links nicely with PowerPoint. And all I've got to do is speak to my PowerPoint slides. Hit the button. There you go. I have now got a video of my PowerPoint.
0: Yes, that sound effect just happened at the exact right time. Dling. You know what I love about that is that it really reminds us that uh, we have to be um, intentional in sitting down and writing content. Now, whether you're someone that might like to use blocks of time to be able to create some pieces, which you then can repurpose and leverage, or whether you like to, to do it with a bit more flexi- you know, flexibility. One of the things that I love about what you've said too, it's a reminder to all of us that we often will create a piece and then, like say, a written piece, and then think, well, I've already shared that, so I, I don't want to redo the, the thing in video because people are going to think, well, there she is sharing the same content. So let's dispel that myth because number one, we often need to hear things, see things, read things multiple times and we get new learnings every time because you know the insight becomes uh, more part of who we are and deepens our knowledge and awareness. But not everyone loves to read, some people like to listen, some people like to, to watch. And so I think when we look at all of those avenues of, of methods of communication, we really then can see just how one piece can be leveraged across multiple platforms, multiple methods of communication. Is that something that you're seeing and sharing
1: with your clients as well? All the time. It's one of the things I I work with, with my mentoring clients. We work to see how is the best way. I mean, you don't have to do everything. I mean, I've given you 12 or 13. You don't have to do all of that. You do what works for you, what works for your niche, but you need to look and be smarter yes repurpose never smart I mean one of the things the very simplest thing you can do if you have done a blog post or an article is actually just look at sentences out of that and they can become posts on your Facebook Mm. or they can become things that you send out to your email list Uh, just two or three sentences from a blog post which you send out to your email list that is the simplest form by just deconstructing Mm -hmm. what you've written yes taking little bits and sharing it out over time yeah. and then of course putting it into Lumen 5 and I mean I also use Ripple, R-I-P-L uh, dot com which is on my uh, mobile phone yep. what you call cell phones mm-hmm. yeah on the phone and that's a really great one of you know you're going out there and you're taking selfies or you're taking pictures of where you are in an event or if you're doing like when I'm doing a workshop I might take some pictures or I go to a network meeting uh, with Ripple on my cell phone or my mobile phone Uh, I can just turn that into a very short one-minute video with some text. It puts the pictures together, puts the video together, and I can then put that into Instagram because it's less than the time. So now I've got video on Instagram, which attracts people's attention. It also goes up onto my Facebook page. And then I also save it down to my desktop because what I can do is then put that up onto my YouTube.
0: Yes, three places. Yeah. absolutely yeah. yeah i love that so you've mentioned uh ripple you've mentioned lumen5 and actually i've just started using uh, lumen5 too and i have to say i love it it's i beautiful. really do It's um it's so simple it really is so simple to use and i think it's a, one of those things when we talked about around uh, negative thoughts and you know mindset we're talking about how often we can assume that a piece of technology or something is going to be difficult However, it's not at all, once we know the steps, and it's very easy, we can Google, you know, go to um, YouTube, find out how to use the simplest of of, uh, pieces of, you know, that that technology to learn what you need to do to get it out there. And then we do that a couple of times and we realise just how simple it is to use. So, you know, just a reminder for someone that maybe you're thinking things are too hard. Uh, that you're not going to be able to learn it. But there's also other ways that we can, you know, hire out. As you said, there's rev.com, I think, is a really great um, transcription services. And there may Mm -hmm. be other resources that we can use who has more, you know, tech, uh, tech skills so that we can provide them with the content and they do all of the tech stuff for us. So... Uh, Again, whatever reason that is stopping us from sharing our message and creating content and getting out there, there's always an answer. We just need to be willing to search for it uh, to get that uh, answer out there. What would you say to someone then that really can see that they want to be more influential an influential voice out in, in their industry so that they really can get known and be seen so that they can make an impact in the world yet they're just a little bit hesitant because of and here's something else I often hear too Trish if I share my message and I am seen what happens if I start getting criticized or people give me negative feedback that can sometimes have
1: us play small too yes yeah well, look one of the, the products, and and you just need to own this from the beginning when you start to share your message it don't have to be hugely big Uh, whatever it is that you share that you've got a passion, there are always going to be people who don't like you sorry, but that's just human nature Mm -hmm. and one of the things that I share with my people is when you realise that not everybody has to like you but the ones that do will be the ones that will seek you out and work with you Mm -hmm. and you realise that and accept it, it becomes very empowering because it's not you, it's them, Mm -hmm. it's just your message isn't for them or they're not resonating with you and a lot of some of the negative stuff that comes uh, that people say is a fear mm-hmm. it's a fear on their part that maybe what you're saying is something they should be listening to but they're not ready to mm-hmm. so when people are afraid of things they or they don't understand things they hit out yeah that would do a reaction mm-hmm. now the only person that has absolute control over your attitudes, your reaction, is you. Mm. And that is powerful. You control how you react to things. You control what your attitude is. So if you are extremely comfortable in who you are, believe completely in that message that you've got, then what people say, that's up to them. Mm. You don't have to take it. If you start to buy in, you are taking on what they're saying and you're letting them influence you and control you, Now, you have control over your own attitude. You have control over your responses. So my response is, fine, completely. Understand what you're saying. Not a problem. Mm, So true. And it's not my impact. And I'm very confident in my message. Uh, In fact, one of the things I just did was a Facebook Live just uh, yesterday. And it was talking about competition and comparison. Because it was brought in, uh, it was something that, I was reminded myself about a week ago uh, and as I said everybody no matter how successful they are will trip we'll up sometimes and you sometimes need someone to give you a <laughs> hey listen, yeah. get back on the track there and uh, this was about we we shouldn't be focusing on the outside mm. yes we need to look at competition see what people are doing look at the trends but we we lie too much if we start to compare ourselves to other people if we start to say oh my gosh that person you know I was going to do this challenge but that person's already done the same challenge so I can't do it or I was going to do this online program but someone else has already done it so I can't do it well no that's stifling your creativity it's letting them influence you if someone else is I mean how many public speaking mentors are there in the world come on there's like zillions of them <laughs> we, we we grow <laughs> as soon as we get experience but we're all unique yeah. we're all unique and we all will resonate with a certain people so when you start to let comparisons of competition influence you you are coming off track you are letting them control who you are and so when you win business you don't want that you need to focus completely on where you want to go, your goals, your plans, mm-hmm. what you're doing and how you want to do it in the time zone you do. Yeah. And do it. Yes. So, and you'll so do it in your unique way.
0: Yeah. I love that and it really is such a great reminder when we are comparing ourselves to other speakers, when we Absolutely. step out on stage, we may be talking about the exact same topic. So the words may be the same, but it's our mannerisms, our voice Just who we are, our style, our approach, our character, that can be the difference. And the reason why, as you say, your ideal client will resonate with that and how you deliver that message. Uh, And that's why it's important to continue speaking, sharing your message, being, you know, getting known, being seen because your ideal client is there waiting for you to share that and they remain stuck if if you're not doing so. Trish, we have just uh, just amazing content. I know it's been so very helpful, yet we've just scratched the surface. So for people wanting to know more, to connect with you, what's the best way for them to do that?
1: Look, they can go to my website, which is trishspringstein.com and that's my blog's on there. If they want to have a 15-minute discussion with me about anything, they can book in there. And of course I am on Facebook uh, if you just put Trish Springsteen and look for the purple lady you will find me on Facebook I'm, I'm known and seen on Facebook <laughs> uh, and you can go to my I mean my Facebook uh, page business page is TriShell, which is T-R-I-S-C-H-E-L that's my business corporate page and again if you put Trish Springsteen into Facebook you're going to get my Facebook page there so you can Thanks. find me there friend me up PM me yes. I'm open to having conversations and anybody
0: yeah i love that and certainly go check her out because she will be walking her talk repurposing leveraging her content and uh and, and doing exactly what she said and sometimes you know it's good to be able to just to see how other people are doing it and then of course not emulating but rather bringing your own style and uh your own mannerisms to that and your, your message but of course connect with trish find out more about how she can support you so that you really can step up share your message and become that influencer that influential voice in your industry so that your ideal client can certainly be supported by you thanks once again for coming on the show trish it's been an absolute delight
1: absolutely delighted to be here thank you very much you've been listening to speaker success
0: podcast brought to you by Women's Speakers Association. If you're ready to share your message in a bigger way so you can build a thriving business, get your free speaker success plan at speakersuccessgift.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.